Hey friends, this is Holly Goodman, and you're listening to Isaac's Autism Wild podcast, where we focus on topics related to raising loved ones touched by autism and its impact on relationships and family. I'll be sharing some of my personal parenting experiences, raising my son Isaac, who passed away in 2007, as well as an entirely different parenting experience as I now raise my son Caleb, who never ceases to blow my mind with his beautiful autism perspectives. So grab a drink and join me as I interview this week's group of exceptional autism parents. Welcome to another episode of Isaac's Autism Wild Podcast. I have a special guest today, my daughter Kelly, who's joining me. Hello. Hello. We do podcasts from time to time talking about sibling... Issues. Yeah, I would say sibling issues. I, was, I almost said sibling issues, and then I thought to myself, how would that word make Kelly feel if I say that siblings have issues? So then I was trying to pivot and shift to think of a different word, but... Since you said it first, let's go with that because there are a lot of complications and challenges and struggles and still beautiful things that happen as well when you have a brother or sister with autism. But for the purposes of talking today, today is a very big day for Kelly. It was my first counseling appointment. Woohoo! So you told me, what, maybe three months ago? Um, about. Yeah, about three months ago you asked me to find you a counselor. And since that time, I got you on a bunch of different wait lists here in Spokane for counselors. And as it turns out, counselors are hard to find. And we actually have a pretty good medical plan. Um, we have a plan through your stepdaddy for, and it's a very good plan. So most of the time we're very lucky and we find plenty of providers that will take our type of insurance. So that really wasn't an issue. The issue was, there's so many young people right now, and even people my age that need counselors, that there's just not enough counselors to go around. And that was really frustrating for you, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It was really frustrating. But then we talked to my Girl Scout leader, and she directed us to um, my counselor now. Yes, and one of the differences with your counselor, and so I wanted to throw this out as a plug, is that your counselor is a student. So mm -hmm. she's actually working under the supervision of a master level, actually a professor, I think. So she has someone that supervises her work right now because she's going to school to get her master's in counseling. And so we were really lucky in that she's looking for clients right now because it's all helping her to work towards getting her master's degree to be able to do this as a career. And the only nuance to this is that she can't take insurance because she's not, she hasn't passed her exam to be a counselor. So our insurance won't cover her, but we pay, I think it's very reasonable. We pay $30 per visit. And I feel like that's still a very good deal um, and well worth the money. So today was your first visit. Mm -hmm. And how did it go? It went good. And I usually don't like crying, but I did cry because of sensitive topics. Yes, and you don't have to talk about what those sensitive topics are because that's what's private. But I wanted to just have a space to be able to just talk about the fact that it isn't easy being a young person. Now, are all of the issues that you're going to be talking to your counselor, Janine, about related to brothers with autism? Probably not. Mm -mm. There's a lot of other things. I mean, it is hard being a person your age. I'm not going to lie. The things that you have to navigate are a lot different than the things I had to navigate at your age. Do you think that's true? Well, it seems like things when you were my age were a bit difficult because 
Um, I know like some families didn't really have cars, so they couldn't really get to school. And if they missed the bus, then it was a really big problem. <laughs> well, we had a car when I was growing up, but if we missed the bus, because my parents worked, so they were always gone to work before we left for school, so we would have to get ourselves out the door and to the bus. I remember my parents would wake us up, but we were responsible for having to get dressed and manage, look at the time to make sure we got to the bus stop or the bus pickup on time. And if we missed it, whew, boy, that was not a good day. I think maybe only one time I missed the bus and I sure learned my lesson because um, it was really disruptive. But you don't really have that problem, do you? No. One thing I feel like young people take for granted is like, we don't have to take the bus, and it's like we usually have our parents taking us, but then there are some people out there who still have to take the bus and they don't really have the privilege of taking a car to get to school. Yeah, there are some families that really have to rely on the school bus in order to get their kids back and forth to school. But yeah, you know, I, it's funny. You want to know why I don't have you guys ride the bus? This goes back to an experience from my childhood. Oh, what happened? <laughs> well, I always had to ride the bus, and because we actually, so here's a fun fact for everybody. Kelly has the privilege of living in the same childhood neighborhood as I was raised in. So my mother actually lives just a mile down the road. So this is my old stomping ground as a kid. So we had to ride the bus. Kelly goes to the exact same schools that her mom went to. So she goes to the same elementary school I went to. Same, She'll go to the same middle school, the same high school. So we are on the very far reaches of our school boundary for, for our school district. And so I was always the first one picked up. And I was always the last one to get off of the bus. And in those days, they had to sit on the bus a lot longer. So my bus ride was over an hour each morning and each night. And um, we had to ride the bus with high schoolers because they picked up all of the kids and then we would meet other buses and then the high school kids would get off and get on their bus and whatnot. But I did not enjoy riding the bus with older kids because they're just rude. High school kids are rude. Do you agree? I live with them. Exactly. I figured I wasn't <laughs> going to have to argue and convince you that high school kids are rude. So I didn't like riding the bus. So I really feel, now, you never, as an elementary school, you used to, early on, you used to like to ride the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Because you like to socialize with all your friends. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't have to ride the, you don't have to ride the bus with older kids, which is really awesome. But I just always prefer taking my kids to school. Isn't that funny? Because I thought, well, I hated riding the bus, so I was going to bless you guys by taking you to school every day, and then you never... Early on, you never wanted me to take you to school. Caleb. But Caleb does not like riding the school bus. He absolutely hates it. Yes. We had to ride the bus when we went to Great Northern, and it wasn't fun because um, he didn't really like the people that went on the bus, and he thought that they were, um, how do I put this nicely, idiots. Yeah, and didn't you have Miss Sue as your bus for a little driver, bit, for but little then bit. Uncle Steve took over. Yes, and then you guys were lucky that Uncle Steve took over, which, yeah, your cousin's daddy became the bus driver, which is so was so much better. But still, you can't control other idiots on the school bus with you, can you? 
The problem with, the reason why Caleb never liked riding the bus is because kids are loud and obnoxious and... He doesn't really like the loud noises. No. Now, that was a nice short. When you went to Great Northern, it was like, what, a seven-minute bus ride? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was 15 minutes, but seven's oh. pretty close. Yeah, 15. <laughs> it was, okay, maybe 15 minutes. It wasn't long at all. You guys were one of the first... We were, uh, like, the second? Second stop. So you guys didn't have to ride very far. But, yeah, anyway, so I spoil you. But now you have changed your mind and you don't like riding the bus. Well, partly. Why do, why do you not ride the bus in the morning? Well, the reason why I don't ride, like riding the bus in the morning is, one, none of my friends are on my bus. And the second reason is because I started doing uh, patrol and I need to be at school um, at 7.50 in the morning. So that we can set up our stations and be ready for the people who we need to cross. You want to explain what patrol is? Um, patrol, we're crossing guards. And so we make sure that the students that go to our school um, get to school safely. And they don't have to like run in front of cars. And we don't want them to have to go through like danger. That is so <laughs> true. I'm not at all surprised that you like to be on safety patrol. I'm kind of a rule follower, a control freak, and I also like helping people. Yes, which is actually a good segue into some of the things that we are bringing up in counseling is that because you have a brother with autism and because your brothers tend to be a bit irresponsible, your high school brothers, you are, I would say, you have swung the whole opposite direction where you are uber responsible you are a bit of a control freak, as you called it. Um, you are a caretaker. You're also very safe, which also, when you have your brothers around, you're kind of the... Uh, Safety. You, well, you are always pointing out that this is not a safe idea. So you definitely have a good um, head on your shoulder when it comes to, is this a good idea or a bad idea? It doesn't mean your brothers listen. I didn't have a good um, good idea or a bad idea when it came to my phone the uh, in December. Oh, yes, yeah, she dropped her phone and she shattered her screen. Well, not shattered. I just have a crack across my screen, but yeah. screen, but I'm going to repair it. Yes, yeah, so she's working to earn some money to have Because I'm responsible replaced. and offered to pay for it myself. Yes. Again, you tend to swing the other direction than your brothers, and you tend to take on a lot of responsibilities, not because you're asked to do it, but because you just naturally... I just feel like it's the right thing. You're just a get-her-done sort of a girl. That's really the only way I can describe it. But it's a lot. You have a lot of anxiety. Just this week you came home and you told me that during class... I had an anxiety attack. And yeah. it was over... We I couldn't really figure out what it was over. But since that was an anxiety attack and I freaked out after, it gave me an asthma attack. So mm -hmm. that wasn't fun. No. But my inhaler stopped the asthma attack. Yeah. So and we're, we have a doctor's appointment next week to talk to your asthma doctor about whether he it's actually more asthma triggered or whether or not it's anxiety triggered. And I'm not quite sure I have the answer to that. But um, anyway, so I'm really looking forward to you being able to see a counselor. The other cool thing is you get out of school 15 minutes early. Except I miss my favorite teacher's class. Okay, that is true. <laughs> if Mrs. James ever listens to our podcast, let it be known that Kelly's sad because she does love Mrs. James's class. And she, But 15 minutes early. Here's Caleb leaves school early, so he only goes to half school on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and that annoys you because it, it feels like it's not fair, right? 
It does because he... Caleb, you better stop doing that little happy dance over there. So his brother is listening. He's not on a microphone, so he can't offer any feedback into Kelly's podcast. But Kelly, you do feel as though... It's a little unfair. But what does he get out of, picked out of? So I pick him he up. He gets picked out to go do speech therapy so that he can complete some of his work. So and they work. Okay, so just to be fair, the speech therapist doesn't help him do his homework, but she uses his homework to work on his speech language goals, right? Like so. they were um, learning how to read instructions. Yes, yes. So I'm so impressed that you actually realize sometimes you're there, and yeah, we've been working really hard on him being able to read instructions and be able to to break them apart and figure out how to start executing tasks by reading instructions without someone having to be there to explain what they mean. And so you are a good sport, but it does we stick in your craw a little bit that he <laughs> gets to leave school early. So sometimes, because he gets to go home, or go, doesn't get to go home, but he gets to leave school early, on Fridays I do try to take you. To Starbucks where we get boba ice cream rolls. Yes, so that's kind of our routines, because I do recognize that it's not always, I can't always make it 100% fair, because that's just not reality. But I can do things for you to make you feel special. Um, so, and, and like, on Wednesday, Caleb got a day off from school, like, mm -hmm. for, like, a mental health day, because that's what we do in our family. Yep. And since he was gone and I um, didn't really have a rough day, but it wasn't, like, the greatest, Mom took me to go get ice cream rolls, and we tried a new flavor, mm -hmm. and it was um, the morning cappuccino, and it was really good. Oh, it was so good, yeah. And Kelly was pretty delighted that Caleb missed out and it was just something special and but she did say maybe we shouldn't tell Caleb and he now knows because he's listening but mm -hmm. he's okay he he's he's mature enough to handle the fact that I took his sister to get ice cream rolls <laughs> without him his face right now <laughs> yeah but yeah so this is a lovely so every Friday I will be pulling you out of school 15 minutes early so that you can go and see a counselor and here's the thing Yes, you're going to be missing 15 minutes of learning, but sometimes we have to prioritize mental health. And if counseling is something that you need in order to help you navigate some of your anxiety that you have, also you tend to take on a lot of extra responsibilities, even though none of your parents ever expect you to. You tend to take on responsibilities like cooking Caleb's Top Ramen, Making her mac. Making sure he doesn't overcook the mac and cheese noodles. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, nobody likes an overcooked macaroni and cheese noodle, right? I mean, there is that. But so we are prioritizing your mental health right now. And so you're going to be leaving school 15 minutes early. And you're pretty happy about it. Well, I'm happy that I get to talk about, like, the issues that have happened in my life. But I'm also sad because I'm missing my favorite teacher's class. And it doesn't have to be for forever, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just have to take an appointment when you can get it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be real. This was a wonderful opportunity, and we we're just going to capitalize on it. And it feels like it's going to be a really good fit. Mm -hmm. How do you decide if it's a good fit? Um, I decide if it's a good fit because if they understand the problems, and they also, like, know how to react, and they react like they have a good reaction to the problem, not like um, a bad reaction and um, or an overreaction maybe over, yeah yes, perhaps overreaction. an overreaction mm -hmm. and if they're just generally nice to you 
Yeah. Janine, is it okay if I say your name? Yeah, you can say your name, sure. Um, she has been really nice to me, and I feel like it's a really good fit because she understands some of the problems that I've gone through. She feels very comfortable. I sat in there for a little bit as we introduced ourselves because she's new and you don't know her. So she thought it might make you feel a little bit more comfortable if I sat in for just a little bit. But then, oh my goodness, within just a little bit, you guys were just talking, talking, talking. It's <laughs> like you didn't even need me anymore. So that's I'm a, a good... Yes, but that's a good sign that she feels right now that she's going to be a good fit. Um, the other thing you were asking me about is she was saying that at some point you guys might start doing some role playing. Because one of the things that you are wanting to build your skills on is setting boundaries with people and... You feel bad when you have to tell someone that something is not doesn't feel good to you, right? Or Another, if I don't want to go over to the house that day. Yeah, you want, don't want to spend time with them, and you feel bad, and then you will spend time with someone that maybe you, it doesn't feel like the, it's the person that you should be spending extra time with. We're not mentioning names. It's safe. Um, but sometimes, too, you need the courage to have hard conversations with mom and dad, right? But mm -hmm. she, so she said, well, I think we should do some role-playing. And when you got in the car, you were like, she wants to do role-playing. And what did you think it was at first? Oh, yeah. So when I was little, <laughs> me and my cousins, um, we would play house, which is like a little role-play. Yes. And I thought she meant that. But Did that feel <laughs> weird? Like, why would we role-play? Yeah. <laughs> I was really confused. But then I realized after you explained to me what the role-playing thing was about, I understood why yeah. we might do that. Yeah. So what the role playing is, as I explained, is that she would pretend to be like mom and she would let you practice having a conversation with me. And then if you got stuck or maybe it didn't, you're having a hard time coming up with the right words to explain how you feel, she would like maybe coach you through what that would look like. So it's not really playing house or playing Barbies or dolls or something <laughs> like that. But it was kind of fun because you didn't know what that meant, which is mm -hmm. okay. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so okay to not know what some things mean. And that's just it. See, look at all the things that we learned today. Yeah. The other interesting thing about your counselor that you're seeing is that actually Janine used to go to the same church with us, but you're too little to ever remember her because she left. Um, she was actually assistant pastor at your this church that we used to go to, but you're too little. Do you remember her? You don't remember her I face? I think I remember, like, a glimpse of her. Yeah, but you were pretty little, so I didn't think you would probably remember. So it was just ironic that the referral that we got um, sent to happened to be a person that I remember from a very long time ago. So it's kind of nice. I always enjoyed her as the assistant pastor of that church. So then when it came up as an opportunity for you, I thought, this feels like it's going to be a win-win for both you and for me because she's very nice. Because we like to talk about autism-related topics from time to time, I just wanted to just kind of talk about our journey. Switch and it up a little. Switch. Well, hey, we got to talk about all things. Like We talk <laughs> a lot about autism, and this is a little bit about autism, but mostly just about siblings and mm -hmm. how... Counseling can help. Counseling is really important. Yep. And so, anyway, we might podcast again as you get deeper into counseling if you feel like it. Every now and again, Kelly says, Mom, when are you going to podcast with me again? And so, it's always good. Again, we're trying, when possible, your mom and your dad and your stepdad, we all try to make things as fair as possible. But sometimes, some things we can do that with, some things we cannot. But one thing that I can make fair is how many podcasts each of my children participates in. I have a couple funny uh, questions for people, if oh. it's okay. Oh, yes, I think you should it's ask kind of off-topic, but... That's all right. We like off-topic from time to time. Yeah, it's... Some of them kind of weird. Some of them 
are also kind of weird. Okay, so what is the question that you want our listeners well, to... Well, I have three of them. Okay, three questions. First one is, if life is unfair to everyone, doesn't that mean life is actually fair? Ooh, thought-provoking, young lady. Thought-provoking. Yeah. Does Lightning McQueen get car insurance or life insurance? <gasps> Another mind-bending question. People say that dinosaurs got killed with one stone. You could also say it killed many birds with one stone. Oh, wow. Those are <laughs> thought-provoking questions. Hmm. I'm sure that my listeners will be pondering that in days to come. But thank you for sharing those. And maybe the next time we podcast, you can end and wrap up this episode of Isaac's Autism Wild Podcast with one of those riveting questions. Oh, I have an entire book with them. Oh, okay. Well, until <laughs> next time, thanks for listening. And that's it for now. If you want to be notified of our next podcast release, be sure to hit subscribe. And just remember, we're all in this together. So find your tribe and hold them tight.